Hi, and welcome to Jewish Talk, a podcast brought to you by the Atlanta Jewish Times, keeping Jewish Atlanta connected. This podcast is sponsored by Southeastern Mortgage Solutions. I'm your host, Jeff Silverblatt, and my mission is to bring you an interesting and timely conversation. Today's guests are Debbie Sunshine and Robin Black, two longtime and respected Atlanta realtors with Coldwell Banker. We're going to talk about buying and selling homes in a business world filled with all new challenges due to the coronavirus pandemic. Robin, I'd like to start with you. I want to ask, how has COVID-19 and the pandemic changed the way that you're doing business? How has it changed how you're selling houses, showing houses, and assisting your clients in buying homes? Well, it's um, been quite different in uh, showing property as well as my listings. I've got, with some of my listings, my homeowners, some of them don't want anybody to enter their property at all. Absolutely had said no showings. And then I have other homeowners that are allowing me to show their house, but I have provided very cute hand sanitizer, bags of booties, gloves, masks, for every person who walks in with a sign that says you must wear these. And I clarify my showing before they come in that they must wear this as courtesy to my sellers. I also have my sellers turn all the lights on, open all the doors. So no one's actually having to touch any light fixtures, any switches, anything in the whole house. They basically walk in, they're sterile as they come in with all my garb. Don't turn lights off don't do anything. They walk in, view, and basically walk out. Debbie, how many showings have you had in the past uh, five or six weeks that we've been sheltered in place? Well, it's definitely slowed down. Uh, Fortunately, a lot of my listings are vacant, so we're not as, you know, paranoid about it. But on the other hand, um, you know, certainly we do want people to take precautions. Uh, I can't give you an exact number, but I can tell you that it's definitely slowed down. But we find that the people that are looking are serious. And so that, I think that's, that's really good because why have a lot of looky-loos wasting everybody's time that really can't, they're not prepared to buy either financially or it's not the time frame that they, you know, are really looking to be serious about buying just because they not, aren't working. We don't need them to just go out and look at houses for an activity. So I think that it's serious. I've certainly had home sell during this period of time. So it's slower, but it's still, it's a healthy real estate market. It's not a real estate crisis. It's a health crisis. So we're doing workarounds and we're doing a lot more, you know, virtual showings and that sort of thing. But people who are interested in buying real estate are still buying real estate. So yes, we we still have showings. Robin, have you seen price reductions in houses that are already on the market right now? Yes, but I haven't seen any kind of drastic drop. Um, So no fire sales yet? No fire sales yet. Um, I I will say, though, I I sold, I guess, three houses in the past maybe 10, 12 days. And my volume's been basically cut in half. And I'm encouraging my sellers maybe to take a little lower offer than they might have six, seven weeks ago, just to go ahead and get it off their books and not wonder when the next buyer is going to come along. Debbie, what are your thoughts on the pricing issue in real estate right now? I was 
on a call with um, Lawrence Young, who's the chief economist of the National Association of Realtors, was um, last week just interviewed by the president of the uh, Atlanta Association of Realtors. And he said, um, and of course, he's got a national perspective, but he also knows Atlanta. He, he was extremely positive, And he said that no one expects the prices to come down. And that, yes, we're going to lose some of the people who are springtime buyers, because if they can't get in before school starts, you know, they may wait another year. And who knows if, if and when school's going to ever start or what's going on. But, but um, I think it's important to to reemphasize, this is not a fire sale. We had a very strong market before this all started, and there's no reason to think we won't have a strong market after. Um, there are people who, you know, need to sell in the next month. That's a different situation because of their personal situation, but it's not really reflective of the market. We still have lower inventory and high demand and low interest rates. So all the, the foundations for a strong market are still there. So I think I don't want people to think that this is a reason to, you know, fire sell. Go, go ahead, Ron. No, just to um, add on to what Debbie said, our inventory is still a bit low. And I have seen in the last, I guess, the last six, seven days, certain areas of town are still getting multiple offers on their properties if they're priced right. And you're like, oh, go figure. Who would have thought that? But they're getting two and three offers. So it's still a matter of, if your house is priced right during this time or any time, there's a good chance that you're going to get multiple offers on your house like you would have seven weeks ago. So I feel like it's all about pricing. As long as it's fairly priced and realistically priced, you're going to get those multiple offers or it's going to sell in a reasonable amount of time. Coming up on Jewish Time, Robin and Debbie discuss what it's like to be a home seller in this pandemic economy. Now, a quick note. From our friends at Kroger. Kroger is here for their customers and communities. Their senior shopping hours from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Monday through Thursday. And their pharmacy locations are open Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. with normal weekend hours. Kroger wants to give a big shout out to all of their associates for tirelessly working to keep the stores open and stocked. Thank you from Kroger. What's different now in the process if I call you today and I say, I, I've lost my job. I can't afford to pay my mortgage. I'm going to put my house in the market. What's different about what you're doing today than you would have done three months ago? I'm not sure that there's anything different. If you're a motivated seller, you're a motivated seller. It depends on everybody's situation. I mean, if you need to really sell it immediately, then you know, then we probably would price it a little differently than if it were just somebody who you know, had three or four months to sell their house or six months or whatever. But again, the, the, the foundation is still the same. It's got to be in good condition. It's got to be priced right. Our marketing is pretty much the same. You know, they're doing virtual open houses and we're putting more emphasis on the, the virtual tours and that sort of thing. But really, if it's priced right and it's in a good location and you've got really good pictures, there's not much of a market for fixer-uppers. So it's problematic if somebody is in a tight financial situation where they haven't taken care of their house and they don't have the money to fix it up now, then they're going to get way less than somebody whose house is in more move-in condition because the buyers today don't want to have to do anything. Wouldn't you agree, Robin? Yeah, th those are the ones that sell, sell quicker. I still have a few investors, though, that don't mind the ones that look terrible and they'll pick them up and they want it at a low price if they're going to do that. Yeah, exactly. So I'm a first time buyer 
and I'm reading all the headlines about how low mortgage rates have gone. Good time to buy, or are you going to tell me to wait it out? It's a great time to buy. Rates are great, although they did tick up just a little bit with, you know, jumbo, but 30-year fixed or cash, they're fantastic. I'm actually taking out a first-time home buyer on Friday. I'll have them follow me, and we'll have all the gear in our cars, and we'll be looking at plenty of places, 10 actually. So you can't beat the rates right now. We're at three and a quarter on 30-year conforming money. It's great. Well, and not only that, this time of year, there's also more inventory than there will be later on. Uh, you know, by the fall, typically, I mean, we don't look, there's a lot of unknown. Certainly in the fall, there's typically a lot less on the market. So I just sold a house about 15 minutes ago to a young couple and we actually saw four houses. That's all they saw, but they had been looking online for a long time. They just put one under contract and they got a good price. It's a great house. You know, they're going to get a low mortgage and they're thrilled to death. Are buyers looking for anything different or unique? My buyers that are looking, have asked for more information about the properties before wanting to physically see them. They're asking for virtual tours. They're asking for as much information as I can give them so they don't waste their time. I'm having to provide to provide that what I may not have had before. I'm having to get it now on all my listings. Well, I think the other thing is too that as agents you know, we have pretty much all agreed that we're not going to show anybody houses unless we absolutely have, I mean, I always have, but, but that we have um, them pre-approved for a loan or we have proof of funds. It's not fair to the homeowners to be bringing people into their house that are not serious buyers. And it's, it's stupid for us to risk our health taking somebody out who's not really serious. So let's make sure they're very well qualified you know, as Robin said, let them know as much as possible about the house. They're not going to be looking at as many houses. So let's try to narrow it down before we go. That's in everybody's best interest. I agree. They're doing so much more homework on the front end than the back end. We're actually supposed to ask people too, have they been out of the country? You know, have they been around anybody that has COVID-19? Do they have a fever? You know, try to do a little bit of making sure that they're okay before we take them into somebody's house or get around them ourselves. And then a lot of the agents, too, are putting, you know, like warning signs on FMLS as you go to to line up your property. If you have any symptoms of COVID-19, please do not show the property. So the same kind of thing. There's warnings all over our sites and our listings to make sure people aren't sick. Coming up, Robin and Debbie talk about getting into your new house before the school year begins. Before we get to that conversation, listen to this. From our friends at Southeastern Mortgage Solutions. Interest rates are at historical lows and it will not last forever. Our friends at Southeastern Mortgage Solutions are here to help with all of your mortgage questions and needs. In many cases, Southeastern Mortgage Solutions will pay all of your closing costs. Let the pros at Southeastern Mortgage Solutions guide you through the home buying process with the lowest rate in the market. Call them today, 770-452-1424 or online at 123getloan.com. That's 770-452-1424 or 123getloan.com. Southeastern Mortgage Solutions. NMLS 170525, Georgia Residential Licensee 17087. This is Jewish Time, a podcast from the Atlanta Jewish Times. And my guests today 
are Debbie Sonnenshine and Robin Blast. Both are long-tenured and well-respected realtors in the Atlanta market with Coldwell Banker. So look into your crystal ball, and I want to discuss the upcoming summer house buying season. If I'm in the market for a brand new home and I want to have my family settled before the new school year, let's hope that the school year starts on time next fall. Do, do I need to allow for more time to have all the I's dotted and the T's crossed? I don't think so. I mean, I think the dynamics are the same. I mean, typically it's, you know, people close in 30, 45 days, 60 is long. The inspectors are still working. You know, we're all deemed essential. So whether it's, it's a stager or an inspector or an appraiser, you know, all those people are working. The lenders are very busy right now, though, because there's a lot of refinance going on. Certainly, they prioritize purchases over refinances. So I haven't seen any problem with getting things closed. Are you seeing any special phrasing going into contracts between buyer and seller accounting for the pandemic and COVID-19 and uh, for the shelter in place? Yes, we have a, um, actually a whole special step. You know, if someone does get sick or for some reason can't come to the closing because of, they don't want to, they're nervous or they can't because they're sick, then they that's not a reason not to close and that they would need to uh, appoint a power of attorney, for example. We're also doing closings. To say we're doing virtually is not exactly correct, but pretty much uh, the real paper does have to be signed. But we the new law allows um, the attorneys to actually witness it as a, a um, while the person is signing it as a power of attorney. So it's, you know, we're getting around things very easily. Actually, I've got one next week where we're doing uh, drive-bys. So they, my clients are driving up to the attorney's office, the attorney's coming out to their car, they're signing the papers in the car and handing them back to him and that's it. So that's a cool way of doing things. Robin, how are you dealing with this new technological world that has been forced upon us with the sheltering in place? Well, I'm kind of old school. I am used to having all my technology and um, advertising, Facebook, Instagram. I usually have people that work for me to do all that because I'm not that great at it. And so I've cut back a little bit on my work staff, but have hired other people to help me with more social media to get my listings out there and, and that kind of thing. I will say it's pretty interesting with the lenders right now that they are making certain exceptions. And I think everyone's trying to adjust and accommodate in a very nice way. I don't know, Debbie, if you've heard this, but I know I've had a few appraisers are allowed to just take outside pictures and never go into the property. Mm -hmm. I've also experienced that the local lenders seem to be a little bit better right now during these times, the ones that are more familiar with Atlanta than a national lender, because they're not familiar with Atlanta as well. I, I prefer to stick with the local lenders right now. Debbie, tell me your thoughts on the new ways of doing business in real estate and, and some of the technology that you've had to adapt in doing your job day in and day out. I mean, we've been using um, electronic signatures for years, so that's no change. And um, But I have to say, it's been crazy that I go from one Zoom call to the next all day long. So that's been different, um, but it really works out great. I just actually even had my book club uh, earlier today um, on Zoom. So that was sort of fun. It's, it's given me some time to really take more classes and, um, you know, connect with people. And I think that the whole country, but particularly our industry has adapted very, very quickly 
to using technology even more than we ever did before. But we've always used technology a fair amount. Robin Blass and Debbie Sonnenshine from Coldwell Banker. I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you very much. I really appreciate this. This was very interesting. Thank you for listening to Jewish Time, a podcast brought to you by the Atlanta Jewish Times. Don't forget to subscribe to the Atlanta Jewish Times and participate in our mission in keeping Jewish Atlanta connected. Check back off on the Atlanta Jewish Times website at atlantajewishtimes.com for a regular schedule of upcoming podcasts. And be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm sure that they'll appreciate it. I'm Jeff Silberblatt. Thanks for listening.